and we are recording for a solo rant. Yes, this is a new hoodie. Yes, it is a bunch of planets inside of bubbles. Does it have a deeper meaning? Absolutely not. Will I make money if you buy one? Absolutely, yes, I will. Should you buy one? Absolutely, you should. If you don't, you're a terrorist. I went out of town for my friend's birthday. Last... Left here Thursday. After episode 461 with Ms. Claire Lopez. And... Today is Tuesday, June 1st. I still kind of feel hungover. Like, it, yeah. It was fun as fuck. I needed it. Because I... I will always find work to do. I found that out as a pre-med student. It's important for me to force myself to take time off. I mean, I always take one day off a week. But that's like kind of a day off. I just get some ice cream and kind of, I don't go to the gym. But like I still kind of work around the apartment. But I know it's important for me like every like eight weeks or so. Every eight weeks or so, like I need to take like two or three days off. And just, you know, kind of get fucked up. Sleep around. Don't get enough sleep. Eat enough pizza. I eat so much food. I eat so much fucking food. Chips and cheese dip. Like, I, I gag thinking about it. You know you're a fucking glutton when you eat until you have, like, lower back pain. Because there's so much shit in your system that it causes lower back pain. That's happened to me a couple times in my life eat so much I have lower back pain now if there are any physicians listening to this podcast who are saying that's not what that is dude you need to please comment that and I will go act on that or don't because now anyone can just comment and say I'm a physician so I'm still kind of out of it tired but uh got home last night feeling like absolute shit and shit, but it's also when I take time off, I also kind of, I can start to slip into depression. Not total, but just kind of like my body and brain start almost kind of flirting with it. And last night I could feel myself where I was like, I don't, like I can't even get out of bed to, to go shave. Because I had some disgusting fuzz. And I was like, all right. I've been here before. Just like I know I have to take a day off or a couple days off every eight weeks, even though I don't want to. Like when I leave for like a vacation, like I never want to. I'm always justifying staying and working. And it takes me like 24 hours to ease into it, which is why I need a couple days off because then I enjoy it. But then there's like a bell curve towards the end of it. It's not that I'm enjoying it so much as I'm now... It's almost a drug. Now I kind of need more of it just to feel normal. Like I got to sleep in more. We got to have pure shit for breakfast. We got to have a beer at noon. We got to have a beer at 11. 
gotta have a beer at nine. Like, and this this isn't necessarily this past week, and this is just my kind of entire adult life of when I take breaks. And I get to the I get to the other end of where I know I need a vacation, but I don't want to take one. I can justify working. The other end is I need I I know it's now time to get back to. I know it's yeah I know it's now time to get back to work and apparently speaking correctly and go to the gym and diet and meditate and sleep and do laundry and keep your house clean and shit and I always I always knew that that took like 24 to 48 hours where you kind of got to jump start it you got to just dump a lot of like investment capital into it investment capital being you gotta force yourself to do dishes. You gotta turn on an audiobook, even if there's absolutely nothing you wanna listen. That's another thing. It's when I'm not like learning, I start to like I watched Family Guy for like eleven hours on Saturday. And it felt like my brain was made of ice cream and I was in the Sahara. It was just early on it was like this is so stupid and by the end it was like <laughs> And which is great for what it is. But for me personally, I know that that's not a good, a good pattern. I mean, yeah, and it takes like two days to kind of get back into it. And so just shower, shave, laundry, put on an audiobook, clean the vanity, clean your bathroom, clean your toilet, clean, do your laundry, pick up, you know, make your bed, go to the gym. I went to the gym today. I walked a mile on the treadmill and I lifted weights for five minutes. That felt like I was scaling Mount Everest. The same exact workout I always do. Well, normally for like 10 minutes, but like, it just felt dead. Even now, I don't want to, I don't want to do this solo rant. I absolutely do not. I have, I have, I have a neat podcast tomorrow with two returning guests. And... You know, part of me, my brain's like, yeah, let's just fucking wait till we have that one tomorrow, and then we'll get back into it. And it's like, no, 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 because it's just started. Because if I don't do this, I'm going to go get in bed and take a nap. That's another thing is when I take time off, I find myself on, like, Instagram or Reddit scrolling, which to me is something I never do because to me that that's... It's not even some principle or moral fucking... No, it it destroys my brain. If I'm on Instagram, I start to get jealous. start to feel like my life sucks. If I'm on Reddit, I start to get really depressed. It seems like everything's fucked. I get on Facebook, I'm just convinced everyone's retarded. I start to get sucked into... And it's never positive, no matter what the emotion. It's always on like the negative end of the spectrum whether it's anxiety or depression or angst or jealousy or anger or regret or whatever, I get lulled into it. And that's another thing I notice I start doing is I get lulled into it. And then that's just what I do. And I just think it's such a black hole. Like I get on and post the podcast every time I do an episode, but it's also like I got to get right off. As a matter of fact, oh wait, no, I don't even have them. I normally try to delete them, 
but it's easier to keep them on there so I can post the podcast. It's a fucking de- point is, is you got to get back to just kind of doing work. And it sucks. But just like vacation takes me a solid like 24 hours of commitment. Like when I got to my friend's house, it's like, let's go get some beer, let's order some pizza. Because even then my brain was like, I was helping to bring stuff upstairs. And I was like, oh, this is kind of an exercise. And I was like, no, fuck off. Stop it. And all the while, you know, they're looking at me like he's talking to himself. But it takes me a little bit to lean into it. Like, stop folding my clothes. Like, it's okay to just throw them in your duffel bag. Like, go play video games. Like, you gotta let it all out. And ease into it and then thoroughly enjoy it. It's it's like foreplay to vacation. You gotta ease into it. I also find that there's foreplay out of vacation and that I got to ease into work and by ease into it. I mean, well, I got, I got to force it. And if I force it for two days, it kind of, I, I start to want to do it. It's, it's something I've, I've noticed my whole life, primarily starting in college with, there was like the, there was the choice to go out and drink hang out with bitches and not study versus doing work and meditating and dieting and sleeping and so I've always found yeah it takes like 48 hours to just sort of I mean just hold your foot on the gas I mean if you have like a sports car this analogy won't work but for all my Honda Civic bros out there when you lay your foot on the gas there's like a solid like second delay before it even kind of starts accelerating and even then it's like zero to 60 within like you know a couple minutes and that's what you have to do and so I don't want to do this solo rant right now I'm so tired I want to go get a big disgusting sandwich that's another thing is when I enjoy vacation a lot I like really don't want to diet Normally when I'm dieting, it's like, it sucks, but I'm happy with any food. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm dieting, I'm doing a thing. Like, eat food, drink water, stay busy so you're not thinking about how hungry you are. When I'm doing that, it's fine. And then when I do take a cheat day, it's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. But when I get into like a shitty mode, again, it starts to be that that's the baseline. It's like, I'm not hungry. I could go for some McDonald's, though. And it's like, well, then you're not fucking hungry. It's like, otherwise, oh, my stomach is, it, I don't feel too good, so I don't want to eat. But, I, you know, I could eat if we had some ranch dressing and nuggets. And it's like, well, then you're not hungry, you fat glutton fuck. And, yeah, so this has been a solid 11 minutes of me bitching about above first world problems, like zero world problems. I get to be my own boss and put out podcasts about anything I like, when I like, with who I like, and forever how long I like, selling my own hoodies that no one's buying. I understand it's June, but I don't want to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. If if you don't buy this hoodie, I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows what the gods have in store? Who knows if that's that's how karma is enacted? has nothing to do with holding the door. It's entirely based on buying hoodies. You know, when society collapses and the dollar means nothing, these hoodies are going to be rare as fuck. Because all anyone's going to have is shit they had left over in their closet. This is going to be an actual artistic piece.
that you, you, yeah. Is that true? Probably not. Fuck off. Buy a hoodie. So, yeah. Now we're at 12 minutes. I'm going to try to stretch this to 30. This is what I'm forcing myself to do today. I already made my bed, went to the gym, meditated, took a cold shower, did some laundry, did the dishes, cleaned up, got the mail. I got to do this, and then I got to go do some errands after this, and then I can fucking chill. That's my... That's my contract with you, Tommy. Okay, Tommy, I understand your contract, and I accept. I don't like it, but I accept. So, yeah. Here we are, doing a podcast. Just me. I'm so goddamn tired. Holy shit. Oh, come on. Let's go. Wake up. UFOs. Are we going to be seeing UFOs? Are we going to be seeing disclosure? So, there's this girl I haven't talked to since high school, and even then I didn't really know her that well. The point is, is she had the thing on her Instagram over the weekend that I saw because I was in a fucking lazy mood. But it was a great quote. Or whatever the fuck it was. Whoever it was by. Probably Ronald McDonald or Hitler. But it was, uh... It was... It was something about, like, God delivering. And I, and I, I kind of say that it could be God or universe or Buddha or whatever your whatever your, your style is. But it was, it was... Isn't it interesting how we can have a dream that seems so great but just so impossible to ever achieve? And then one day you'll realize that... Your everyday life is the very thing you were yearning for. And you can't believe it's real. And on one hand, you could kind of look at that as like a nothing's ever good enough. What you want, what you want, what you have today is what you once wanted more than anything. And now you have it and you're just wanting something else. But I think there's another, I think there's a, a, an optimistic way to look at it. And it's, it's that it's not impossible the idea of ever making money on this podcast, it, it just seems so absurd. And it's what I wanted more than anything. But it seems so fucking absurd. Just how would it happen? How would it ever happen? And I just admitted that I didn't know. Thought it would be, be advertising or something. But I'll just push forward and... I'll just push forward and keep doing it. And then... As I've said on this podcast before, having a private investor who gave the pitch to and was like, yeah, fuck it, let's let's try it. Like, that was kind of abstract because I still lived at home. I was able to quit my job, but I still lived at home. But now, having my own apartment, I mean, all this shit, this whole fucking studio is paid for by the money I've made from my investor so far. Like... Like, it, it's absurd. Like, living at home for five years to, like, having my own apartment that I can put the thermostat on whatever I want, go to the gym, it's like a 30-second walk. I mean, it's absurd. But it's here. And, like, I don't, sometimes I don't even notice it. It's like this thing that I was striving for. And it doesn't mean that I'm not happy. I'm 
thrilled. I still wake up every day and just smile. And I'm like, I, my life is a dream. I don't live in reality anymore. I have a, I'm probably in a coma at a hospital and they're just trying to wake me up. But in my mind, I'm just, I made it. I'm doing the podcast. And I'm really just laying there drooling with a helmet on. Eh, what, that, what difference does it make whether it's real or whether this is a concoction of my damaged brain flooded with anesthesia? What does it matter? It's still real to me right now. So, and now, okay, so what's the next step? The next step is like, I would love to, like right now I'm making enough that like I, I, I get to move out. Next step is like, I want like, I want like fuck you money. Like I want to buy a compound in the woods. Just, just me. I like have rooms for like friends or like siblings to visit. But like my own place up in the fucking woods in New Hampshire. Like that's what I want. That's like the next step is like truly my own kingdom. Cause this is wonderful, but there's still people above me that I can hear and make noise. Right. They're still, they can still hear neighbors and shit. I think it would be dope to just truly have my own like little kingdom. And then after that, after I soak up the material goods, right. Buy like a professional studio, full on like gaming room. You know, once I dump, once I go through that whole materialistic roller coaster, I imagine after that it would be vanity. Probably really focus on getting in the best shape of my life. And just probably just, probably just pursue sex. Like, I I can see that being a phase. But I think I have to, I think I have to go through all of these things to realize that it's not... It's not the answer. It's very fun. It's very rewarding because it felt like I was just going for it forever. And now I'm kind of slowly getting it. But I feel like I need to go through all of them to realize that it's not the And that's like a whole, now it's just like a, a, a kind of a Buddhist tirade. But I mean, it's like Ramdas, right? When he was Richard Alpert. You know, I went to Harvard primarily out of fear. I worked in four departments. I had 40 assistants. I was doing 10 projects at any given time. I had a motorcycle. I had a Mercedes Benz. I had a Cessna airplane. I went skin diving in Nassau. I had upper crust socialite parties with martinis and baths and orgies and but every once in a while when I'd be alone in my bathtub at night and I wouldn't have and I wouldn't have someone's eyes to look into to tell me how great I was and I knew it wasn't enough. And that's that's kind of his whole thing and then he went on to become Ramdas. Well then he pursued psychedelics for a while and that was great but you you can go visit the enlightened plane you can't stay there. And so he finally went off to the Himalayas and they met his uh, guru Neem Kroli Baba who he worked under for the rest of Nimkali Baba's life. And then Ram Dass came back and kind of did his own philanthropy and help and, and speaking and lectures for like the next 50 years. He died, uh, I think he died like right around the time I started this podcast. Like plus or minus a week or two weeks. Yeah, 
I think he died in December 2019. His 90s. But that's kind of how I feel. I, th- I feel like I need to pursue all of this. So I think it, the next step will be getting like a dope like house with a studio. After that, yeah, I think it'll probably be like vanity. After that, I could see myself like dipping my toes back into like a... If I ever made like truly fuck you money... I could see me trying to pull some, like, Ram Dass shit. I could see me being a complete douche and, like, going to the Himalayas and trying to follow his footsteps. That's something my arrogant ass would absolutely do. But I think the purpose of all of those is to... to just go through... I don't know. Maybe you gotta go through them just to see this process of elimination. None of them are, are it, in quotations. None of it's the true... Fulfillment. And can that even be attained in this life? I have no idea. It's probably got to be like philanthropy or something. I imagine that's probably... Right? I think if you actually like manage to alleviate the suffering of people, whether one or one million, I feel like there's probably like a very deep reward in that maybe not something that fades away quickly like I'm sure a Lamborghini is cool but I mean like taking a vacation with my friend you know how long until until the Lamborghini is your baseline and now if you have anything less than that it's shit like a Rolls Royce it's probably fucking magical But what happens when a trip to the grocery store and anything other than a Rolls Royce? Oh man, this ride's bumpy. This isn't smooth. Oh, I'm getting jerked around. Like, how long until that is your baseline? Then what? Is it a drug? Do you just got to keep ticking it up? Private helicopter, private G5, G6, private 707. 747, A380, Antonov 225, Lockheed Martin CL-1201, a Death Star? So, hmm. Or is it that there is no thing that is fulfillment and satisfaction? Is it the pursuit? Is, is is the grace of life, is the mercy of life that the real pleasure is the pursuit and you only find that out when you've attained the trophy. And whereas on one hand, it may seem like that's a big letdown, like, oh, you get the thing and you're still just depressed. On the other hand, is that the act of a merciful universe? it's like you pursued a goal for nine years and in the 10th year you got it and you realized it wasn't that great. Well, 90% of the time was still great. You were pursuing the thing. You know, when you're pursuing like to unlock like a thing in a video game, a new skill or a character or a sidekick or a new rifle or, or whatever. I want to play Far Cry 4. 
That's what I want to do. I would love to play Far Cry 4. I'm going to play Far Cry 4 tonight. AJ. AJ. Pagan men did nothing wrong. Let's fucking be very clear about that. I just want to shoot some goddamn guns. Dun, dun, dun. AJ. Sibal. For all my Far Cry. Is Far Cry 6 out yet? Point is, is maybe the whole thing is you pursue these things. And yes, it's never quite it once you get it. But the mercy is that overall, 90, 90% of it was great. You know, is a weekend with my friends not all that great because eventually you wake up on the last day? You know, that energy changes and got to pack the bags. Hey, we got to check out by this time. Versus, you know, the energy of that first night, whether it's spring break in college or whatever, you guys go get a cabin or a lake house or something. You know that first night energy where it's like, it's like the first couple plays in the Super Bowl where everyone's just jacked up to 11. The plays don't make sense. No one really makes significant yardage, but it's just like, we're here, right? It's that, it's that, it's that slippery, that slippery, bouncy reflective energy it's just kind of like lightning bouncing around the uh, maybe that's just me maybe i'm just a manic asshole and everyone's like no yeah no tommy you're really annoying you are not fun to have around which i'm not ruling out but it's not the same as this the last day energy right the first night's electric the days in the middle are like a very fun just like relaxing but towards the end, it's like, oh, we're coming to an end. But does the ending negate the rest of it? I don't think so. I used to think so. I used to think, what does it matter? It comes to an end. Well, if you're at a place for seven days, the last day sucks because you got to check out, and the second to last day kind of sucks because you know tomorrow's checkout. But the five days before that are fucking bliss. If five out of seven days are, are great, that's... You've far more than half. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Like the idea of doing math in my head right now is not I don't even know how to do this. It's seventy one percent of the days are still great. If you spend a thousand hours grinding on a video game and it's not until you get to the you know, it's like uh when you beat just cause. Like, Just Cause 3, you can still re-oppress regions, so you can take them over again and again. But, like, Just Cause 4, you win, and it's just, like, the whole map's unlocked, and you're just... You're just kind of driving around, like, boo, what are we... What are we doing now? You have every weapon with no enemies to kill. I mean, I guess that's kind of like an analogy for right after World War II. Got this big jacked-up army and nowhere to go. Yeah. Was that what that one general say? God forbid if peace breaks out. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe we're a perpetual war society. I tend to think that's what it is. I also really don't think the president's in charge. I used to kind of always subscribe to that idea, but it was it, it was like a half, like one foot was in, but I was always like, yeah, but the president can next right. I really don't think the president's in charge. As of, as people that watch this podcast know, I'm unapologetically, I liked Trump. I did. I, don't, I legitimately don't think there's anything wrong with, with putting America first. 
I also don't give a shit if he just happens to say negative shit. I also voted for Obama. I also voted for Romney. I also voted for Bernie. I don't hate Joe Biden. I legitimately don't. I and I know my conservative friends and guests shun me for that, but I I don't. No, they don't shun me for that. I I just don't. But like looking back, kind of looking at Trump, like okay, sure, booming economy, sure. But like what? What really changed? Like, and this isn't even like a pro-Trump argument, but like. Like, his travel ban list was from the Obama State Department. Like, the drone war he inherited from Obama, who inherited it from Bush. Like, Trump still sold weapons to Saudi Arabia, a gross human rights violation. Not selling weapons to them, but them being... I mean, sure, like, Kim Jong-un met with the South Korea... Okay, like, okay... And I'm I'm saying this as someone that likes Trump. Let's also play the devil's advocate against him. What really changed? Like was was, was Wall Street reined in? He didn't break up big tech. What really changed? What really changed under Obama? Sure. Got Obamacare put through. But the drone war wasn't fucking his. The Obama bump. No, it's, it's, he's not fucking pulling the trigger. He might, and that would be pretty savage. But he wasn't, and neither was Trump. Like, I think there is the blob. Not in a conspiratorial sense, I think there's an... But the Illuminati... No, I don't think that... I think there's an entrenched power structure that fulfills war and war, war material procurement. And... And the idea that a four, eight-year reign is going to change anything. I think the system... I think... I think the U.S. military rules the world. For better or worse. I think it completely rules the world. Read Base Nation by David Vine or The Generals Have No Clothes by Will Arkin. I mean, we have our tentacles around the world... And we're gripping it pretty well. We're fondling the balls. That, that wasn't even an impression. That was just weird. My young son, Gabriel, rap at the door. My wife said, Gabriel, go to... I said, no. Let the boy watch. Eastbound down for you uninitiated peasants. But I think the U.S. military rules... I legitimately do. I, I think it is so one-sided and so... a. a absurdly well prepositioned don't fucking die on me laptop that's an order stop it knock it out knock it off knock it out Mike Tyson yeah I think it completely rules the how the fuck did we get on this topic it's not important I think it completely rules the world Yeah, I, I don't. And that's an odd. That's an odd realization. Well, saying it's a realization implies that it's an objective truth that I stumbled upon. But 
Like pi is pi, 3.1. Like pi is pi. If you're on a different planet 100 million light years from us and you discover pi, like you could still discover it on your own, but it was still an objective truth. So saying that this is a realization falsely implies it's an objective truth. So it's not the right terminology, but because I'm tired, I will continue to use it. The realization, it's an odd one. Because it, it it means there is no left versus right. Like on the peripheries there is. You know, it's it's like the president moves out and the new president moves in. And they kind of decorate it in their own way, right? I know it's not necessarily like their own family knickknacks, but every they have these different things, right? But let's just for an analogy say they bring in like their own curtains and shit or like their own carpets or whatever into the Oval Office. Like sure, they can come in and you can change your carpets from this to another or different curtains or Jill Biden or Melania Trump or or Obama or George Bush or whoever. Like you can bring in your own shit, maybe your own couch from college and I know that's not how it works. Fuck off. Like you can bring in your own curtains for the windows but like the windows, the placement of the windows in the room stays the same. Like whether it was was Jackie Kennedy or or Nancy Reagan, like or Michelle Obama or Melania Trump or Jill Biden, like like they, you could all bring in your own carpets and couches, but it's like the actual windows stay the same. And it's like, that's the entrenched power structure. Maybe. Maybe not. I might look back at this episode in a year. Maybe. I don't know. But it's an odd realization to have. Again, implying that it's true. Or assuming that it is. But I know that that can't be right because... I've had a quote-unquote realization every four to six months for my entire life where I think I understand, I finally understand the paradigm of whatever it is I'm living in. And then it gets blown away like a sandcastle in the wake of a nuclear explosion, just, just nothing. And a new one arises. So is Far Cry 6 out? Let's check. That would be super dope skis if it was. Far Cry 6, Far Cry 6, Far Cry 6, hey, 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 hey. When is it coming? Game is set to be released on October 7th, 2021. I will be getting it. This is going to be fun. I will get it, yeah. Easy beans a bird. Far Cry 4 is great as well. But, well, golly jeepers, we've been at it for 35 minutes. We did it. Hey, let's go, team. We did it. Hooray. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Oh, so somebody commented on the last video with Claire Lopez. Episode 361. Dissident writer. 
with Pepe as his icon. Hey man, what's up with Don? Was he CIA or something? Are you CIA? What the hell's going on? Well, I was as confused at that comment as I'm sure you are listening. But I think it's because Don took an unscheduled break, is still taking an unscheduled break. And I guess I didn't announce that I was taking several days off. I didn't, I'd never announce it because no one gives a fuck. I'm not, I'm not the goddamn president. No one gives a fuck. The episodes aren't coming out for a couple days. Okay. To think anyone gives a shit is the the height of, of narcissism. Not saying that's what Don is. Don, because Don's listeners do go batshit insane if Don doesn't post. That's in no way was that any of that playing against Don. I love you, baby cheeks. But, uh, Don's sick. And I was away for the weekend. But I guess we both just stopped posting videos around the same time as people that do post every day. Which, I mean... I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta knock you, dissident writer. Like, that shouldn't be your first assumption that we're both CIA. I am flattered that you think I am CIA. That that means the world to me. Maybe I am CIA, and I don't know it. Right? The best asset is the one that doesn't know they're an asset. Maybe I am CIA. I don't think I am. I would be CIA with full disclosure. I will absolutely work with the CIA. That would be badass. I would love to work for the CIA. Langley, you know where I am. You know where I live. Get at me. I will 100% work for the CIA. Yes. I confirm. I know that I wasn't asked to be there, but I accept my duties. Thank you. I would like a medal. Or at least a pamphlet. Maybe a pen. But yeah, that's a it's an a bold it's a bold assumption, dissident writer, to assume that we're both CIA because we didn't post. I guess I'm hungry. Bold assumption indeed. I mean, I guess I could kind of see it if we both shut off on the same day. If we both shut off on the same day and didn't come back. Yeah, that would that would maybe not be a coincidence. That would be operations ended, right? But I don't know. Bold move, because my last episode was with a CIA veteran. Bold move. So perhaps you're right, dissident writer. Perhaps you're looking into something that you really shouldn't be looking into. Perhaps you should stop pulling on this thread, dissident writer. Perhaps you enjoy your family, dissident writer. Perhaps this goes far, far beyond your pay grade. I mean, dude, look at me. Do I really look like I'm CIA? I'll fucking do it, though. Well, goddamn fucking right I will. I will be so CIA 
that you know what I would be kicked out because how do you spell chow is it CIAO why well, if I was ever in the CIA offices I would call it chow and that's all I'd say to people I'd just be like chow toodaloo and I would be murdered rightfully so So Far Cry 6, October 7th, 2021. The military rules the world. I am not CIA, but I will be. I'm tired of shit. And cool episode tomorrow. Coming up. Is that all I got? Do I got any more? Can I pull any other shit out of my head? Who knows? I don't know. My tummy's grumbling. My, t- my tummy's grumbling. Is a grumbler boy. Um, now I gotta run to the bank. Gotta run to the bank. So I can launder all this dirty Chinese money. Xi Jinping gave me a hundred trillion dollars yesterday. I'm not supposed to tell anybody. But I guess the jig's up that I'm CIA. Listen, was this the best solo rant? I'm not going to say it was. I'm not going to say it wasn't. That's for you to decide. Buy the fucking hoodie. My God. Just buy. Or don't. Just just send me money. You just, you do you. But just remember, this is a direct order from a CIA officer. Buy the hoodie or Far Cry 6 won't come out. You can take that to the bank. Fucking cash that shit. Peace!